Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Couple of minutes of drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Big time it is, and as usual, we head to see Drink Task and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. <laughs> Today we chose 23-year-old Anthony Lessa of St. Petersburg, Florida. Now, he was arrested last Friday, and it's funny, Mike, you just talked about the effects of alcohol. Like we said, those 10 things that Mike went through are not true. But it doesn't mean alcohol does not make you stupid. He's living proof. He was arrested last Friday after a drunken outburst at a restaurant. We're not sure what his issue was other than the fact that he was drunk, but one of the things he did before being confronted by restaurant staff, he walked in and started throwing gator nuggets at people. That's right, gator nuggets. Think of a chicken nugget, make it out of alligator meat. Hmm. That is what a gator nugget is. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, it sounds like I had gator once in New Orleans. It was actually tremendous. But he started throwing gator nuggets at people, which for whatever reason makes the story better to me. So someone finally confronted him. So then he ran out of the restaurant because he didn't want to deal with those people. And outside of the restaurant was a life-size manatee mannequin wearing a T-shirt that says, quote, did somebody say tacos? Again, not important to the story other than picture a life-size manatee mannequin wearing a shirt. Did somebody say tacos? So according to the report, Anthony then began inexplicably Sexually molesting the manatee. Now, thankfully, they did not give any more details about what that actually entails. But the police showed up and charged him with disorderly intoxication and disturbance. He was booked and released. Uh, according to the Internet, Anthony is a student pilot at a flight school there in Florida. Hmm. And one of the beauties was when the cops showed up as he's molesting the manatee, he was like, why am I being arrested? They're like, you cannot be serious right now. But anyway, Anthony, good work. Way to make national news. You made your parents proud. So, <laughs> I don't know if it was like that, Mike. Okay. <laughs> so, we pour this booze, and we drink this booze, because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So, over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! The Men's Room presents Profile This. Hey, Stephen Throw Hill, could you please everyone now Profile This is played. Just for the record, you Google manatees wearing t-shirts and say <laughs> tacos... Some of these are photoshopped. Oh, those no. three manatees are underground, <laughs> underwater. Come at me, bro. <laughs> that can't be real. <laughs> no, the water's too clear. It's kind of good when people have that much time in their They hands. live in dirty canals in Florida. But if you want to laugh, Google manatees wearing t-shirts. Oh, please do. Please do. Uh, it's a simple game to play where we share with you a real-life news story, something that happened right here on planet Earth. Earth, 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 Earth. 
And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Hello, Daniel. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. All right, Daniel, you understand how this year game is played? Yes, sir. Fantastic. You have your choice of one of three stories. Today, we have the wonderful world of drugs. We have Hit Me With Your Best Shot, where you guess the unconventional weapon that someone chose to use as a weapon. And finally, Animalize This, where you guess the animal responsible for causing the problem. Oh, let's do a little Pat Benatar and Hit Me With Your Best Right, here is your story. A man has been charged with hitting a man in his 70s and threatening to kill him with something. Richard Patrick Erie, he was charged with one count each of battery on a person 65 years or older and aggravated assault on a person 65 years or older. As the story goes, the 72-year-old victim, he told the sheriff's office that he was working in his garden when Erie walked up and grabbed something. Then Erie shoved the victim to the ground then applied force to the victim's neck while threatening to kill him. Why? Because he was hammered. Now, according to the report, Erie and the victim, they're next-door neighbors. They don't have a history of any problems before that, but Erie got drunk and decided he wanted to kill his old neighbor. Uh, Erie requested a lawyer and would not speak with deputies following the incident. He was released from jail on $20,000 bond. The question is, what is the weapon that he grabbed and threatened his old-ass neighbor with? Was it a rake? A shovel, a garden hose, or a garden gnome? So rake, shovel, garden hose, or garden gnome? Hey, Phil, did they say what state? Uh, Escambia County. Escambia County. You know, I'll Google that while you think about this. Hang on. Sounds like a, it sounds like a Midwest or South. Oh, goodness. Miles, what do you think? I'm going garden gnome there, Daniel. Uh, hey, Daniel, yeah, I hope I, you're sitting down. Escambia County, it's in Florida. Yeah. Oh, Florida. <laughs> what about you, Ted? Yeah, I'm with Miles on this one. I, just, I, 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 hope, I hope it's a garden gnome. I, yeah, I just That's like my it. hope. And it's he's an old guy with an old neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know they have gnomes. And he didn't want, know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. Yes, <laughs> too, right? You don't go to a college party and somebody's like, want to see our gnomes? Because <laughs> that's not what they mean if they do. <laughs> oh. So I think I'll make a trifecta and that oh, was the first thing I thought of said it. Let's go gnome. gnome. Okay, we're trying to kill this guy with a rake, a shovel, a garden hose, or a garden gnome. We're going to find out next. That was a tease. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Category simply with your best shot on profilers. Got a man who tried to kill a man in his 70s. Happened to be his neighbor. I guess the guy was kind of hammered. I don't know. He was working in his garden. Went over and attacked him. Yeah. For no particular reason. Yeah. Question is, what did he attack his neighbor with? A rake, a shovel, a garden hose, or a garden gnome? And Daniel, that is a question we pose to you. You heard from Miles Montgomery. You heard from D. Ted Smith. 
All three of you agreed, as you said. You went for the trifecta with the garden gnome. No. Oh, I'm afraid. It was not a garden gnome, you sick, sick, travelocity-hating bastards. No, it was a shovel. Oh, that's worse. Old school. But here's the crazy thing about it. It was never the spade of the shovel. It was only the handle. He hit him with the handle of the shovel, took him down, applied the handle of the shovel to the guy's neck, threatened to kill him. No reason. No reason was ever given. Just, I will kill you. Not gardening. That's yeah. what the shovel part is called? The, the spade? spade? Yeah. yeah. I never knew that until right Careful now. Careful how you really? say it and in what yeah. company. Make sure the people around you know, mm-hmm. Ted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's shaped like a spade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's literally it, yeah. Yeah, we always had actually two different kinds of shovels. You had the spade shovel and the, and the, the flat, flat shovel. The yeah. Flat. yeah. For yeah. snow. Yeah, I just never do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the pointer one that looks like the spade from the card, that is, that is in fact, the spade shovel. Now for all TV news, all time, time for TV time with Ted. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV time with Ted. (laughs) I'm not going to say that. It's a shovel, dude. (laughs) <laughs> you get a lot of knowledge in the air. Nestle, spades. Yeah. Nestle, as I call it. Nestle. Nestle. You Nestle make it sound cuddly. With the crunch Nestle bar. crunch bar. I'd like to be the Nestle chocolate. You know what I'm saying? I like Nestle iced tea. All right, your choice is you got Seth Myers. Okay. The Jimmies. Alan Kimmel. Jimmy Mays. Writers. Oh, writers. Or Ted Smith. Is it Ted or is it Lane? It's right there. The title all these guys have teams of talent to write and something to come up with their monologues each and every night. It is up to you to determine is this an actual late night joke and from whom, or could it be a the Ted Smith original? I read in the news that there is a job. Jeez. I read in the news there is a judge who is now offering convicted criminals jobs instead of jail time. And now Waffle House is suing the judge for stealing their hiring practices. <laughs> I feel like it's either Ted or Writers. Yeah, I'll say Ted. Ted. Yeah, that was me. All right. That's a good one. I like that. And well, you know what, Mike? It was. The Writers X named my first one. Nope. I'll tell you, I'll tell you later. You tell Mike laughed at it, but we, we agreed it wouldn't be worth it. The department store Macy's uh, is considering a buyout for $5.8 billion. Oh, $5.8 cool. for the store you walk through to get into the real mall. <laughs> Fowler. Yeah, Fowler. That's Fowler. The department store Macy's is considering a buyout for $5.8 billion. Wow, $5.8 billion for the store people walk through to get into the real mall. <laughs> the rock bands Def Leppard and Journey this week announced they're going on tour together. And you have not seen those bands until you've seen them on the iPad of the guy in front of you. Uh, Seth Myers. Yeah. That's yeah, Seth. And finally, the rock bands Def Leppard and Journey last week announced they're going on tour together, and you have not seen those bands until you've seen them on the iPad of the guy in front of you. The richest contract in the history of sports, Shohei Otani, the reigning baseball MVP, he hits, he pitches, he signed a deal with the Dodgers for $70 million a year. The Dodgers will pay him $700 million over the next 10 years. And hot dogs will now be sold for $500 a piece. That's Kimmel. That is Kimmel. The richest contract in the history of sports. Shohei Otani, the reigning baseball MVP. He hits and he pitches. People are jumping. Trying to deal with the Dodgers. 
for $70 million a year. Dodgers will pay him $700 million over the next 10 years. Hot dogs from now on will be priced at $500 a piece. It is funny, uh, Otani, like, I know some people are like, what else do the Dodgers need? But also, to his credit, like, I get, like, it's nice to get paid for that long because he mm-hmm. deferred a ton of it. But also, I kind of respect the fact that he was, he's like, well, I want to get paid. I also want to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like the Dodgers, now that contract, it's like they can still sign more people. And he might, like, he might like where he lives. So I think, I think he's got a, a deal where a lot of that is deferred. So, like, Bobby Bonilla, who's still getting paid. Correct. Or there's right. a bunch of guys. That, so, like, so, I'm saying, that's, but also, I think he did it so that they could sign more players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. And taxes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of, uh, so, I don't know if people, you might not watch the NFL, but there's a quarterback for the Giants named Tommy DeVito. He is very Italian. He is from, I don't know if it's North Jersey or Southern Jersey, but he's from New Jersey. So, here's the deal, right? He played up at Syracuse. Then I want to say his senior year, he transfers to Illinois, puts up some decent numbers. But he's the third-string quarterback on the Giants. So he's just been living at home because his parents live that close to the facility. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Giants have had some struggles this year. People have gotten injured. So now he's in there uh, starting. He also looks like, like when you hear us talk about Jersey, and we're always like, oh, hey. Like, that's how a lot of New Jersey really is. Mm-hmm. He sounds like his name. No, it is. Yeah, right. right. You know, like, ah, forget about it. All that stuff. So I like that he's throwing around kind of the Italian, like, talking yeah. hand thing or whatever. But last night during Monday Night Football, they showed his agent on TV who looks <laughs> very Italian. He's wearing a fedora, gold chains, black trench coat, black this and that. So the Manning cast last night, they showed him. They were having some fun with him. And here's basically Peyton and his brother Eli just kind of ripping on the dude. See, look at, look at DeVito. Who is this guy he's talking to? Okay, look, whatever you need, I got you. I'll take care of it, all right? Come on, Pey, that's, that's his agent. Of course that's his agent. Come on, Tommy DeVito's agent. That is- what's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? I wonder what's in the bag. Some cutlass. Some cutlass for later. You know? It looks like... Mom? It looks like... It looks like Johnny Fontaine from The Godfather. <laughs> there he is. See, he's, he's in there. Of course. He takes Go care of the DeVitos. Yeah. I, the, the, ba- the bag had tickets in it. There's a big bag yeah. of tickets. Let's go. Let's go. And Eli knows. He played there his entire career. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's also funny, too, is every time they do good, you can see the father and the agent. They're all kissing each other on the cheek and this and that. Oh, yeah. The Johnny Fontaine is a good callback if you've ever seen the godfather that's the guy that's supposed to be sinatra right but honest to god uh at the tailgate and i saw a a footage of this they had italian sausage and peppers and onions yeah they had uh vodka penne pasta penne vodka they had baked ziti and they also had the cutlets they had the cutlets so like the joke was on point (laughs) right like they actually just had that before not not the quarterback but all the, the family members did and i used to live with some guys that were from new jersey when i lived in baltimore and like it's not like a joke. I didn't know about the cutlets, but like one guy, like he ate pasta like every day. Yeah. That was just his thing. And if he went like a day without, he'd be like, what are you doing? Because, you know, like we didn't cook a ton. He'd be in there cooking pasta. Making pasta. Mm-hmm. But the cutlets is a whole thing. Like I follow a couple of these Italian guys or Italian American guys on Instagram and stuff. And they're always, it's always about the cut. And if you want to get deep, it's veal. <laughs> right. That's Correct. when you know you made it to a different Well, level. it's about like, how... Playoffs are going to be veal cutlets. How they thin they are and this and that. Oh, yeah. Now, I will also say, as somebody that moved to the Pacific Northwest, oftentimes I gave up ordering chicken parms because I realized, like, oh, these aren't cutlets. This Correct. is just, like, chicken with marinara and stuff mm-hmm. on it. They don't mm-hmm. do cutlets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
I also still have no idea. My family, there is no Italian in yeah. our blood. We need a uh, kind of like the uh, Subaru person to get out of the left lane. We need we need someone to come in and teach people up here how to slice meat. Yes, whether it's deli meat, whether it's pounding stuff out, like the whole deal as far as the preparation goes, like as far as sandwiches goes, like thinner the better. Yep, thinner yep, yep. the better. Uh, David Hyde Pierce, he opted out to be out of the Frasier revival. Uh, a couple different re- uh, reasons. He was obviously Niles uh, Crane on the show. He said, quote, uh, it's not like I said, oh, I don't want everyone to do that again. I loved every moment. It was that I wanted to do other things. I just started on the Julia TV show and working on a musical going uh, to do another musical. And I like, too, he says, uh, Frazier's moved on to New World. They have new characters. And I think I'm right. It's going to be great. These two people. I... Basically, he had to put out a statement because there is a lot of things going on. There's a lot of rumors out there that him and Kelsey Grammer probably don't get along the best. Sure. So it was like he's not on there. So I'm, I'm guessing that's why he released a statement on why he's not there. Uh, it, do, it does seem odd because, I mean, like, if you watched Frasier at all, like, like Frasier is, like, I don't know. I don't ever remember. Like, I was never too involved with Frasier's parts. Like, his right. brother was funny. The dad was funny. You like the interaction with the dog. Uh, you like the the woman, Eddie, yeah, Eddie, right. You like the woman that like clean. You know, like Frazier is like the least like. I mean, it's Frazier. He's but the setup guy. It's Seinfeld. For everyone else. It's Seinfeld. But I think yeah. in the end, yeah. But Jerry, when you watch Seinfeld, there's certain times where Jerry's hilarious, and, and a lot of the stories revolve around him. I'm just saying, Frazier, like, I don't know. It 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 is odd to me that that Niall, that the brother's not on that show. I personally think it has more to do with he don't want to work on that show again. I think that's a lot, you know, a lot of people will hit like Robert Plant about, ah, do a Zeppelin reunion. And it's like, look, I recognize that people love Led Zeppelin. For me, that was 50 years ago. As an individual, I'm doing other things and I'm happy with what I'm doing. And I think David Hyde Pierce is there. It's like, look, I've stayed busy. Yeah. You know, I've not been looking for the Frasier reunion. That's a Kelsey Grammer thing. Nothing against them. Good on them, right? That's your signature character. But like... I do other things. I'm a voice actor. I do the musicals. I've been in other shows. I've been in other movies. Like I like that. I you like not being bound. Syndication took care of all those guys. Right. But I'm just saying, it, you don't want to be bound to one thing. If that's what your art is, is to do different things. You well, want to like, do different things. If you things. haven't seen a, a group of people, and obviously it's easier as I moved across the country, but you know, there's some people you might visit or whatever, and they still want you to be the same person you were in the 20s. They're like, well, that that's changed. No, it's changed. So man. it's been years since he's worked on Frasier. But I'm sticking with it that... I think he just thought it would work with Kelsey Grammer. And it could be that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be a huge part of it. Uh, let's see. This is pretty sad. Jennifer Anist- Aniston, uh, she said she was in contact with Matthew Perry right before his uh, death. And like she said, she said, like, he was in a good place. He was happy. He was healthy. He had quit smoking. He was getting in shape. He was happy. That's all I know. And I haven't read. Like, what, they ended up saying, right, it was just like a cardiac incident. Something. I'm so not he, sure. Like, has a heart attack, and then they find him in the hot tub. Yeah. And, I mean, look, it is, I don't think anybody, look, I thought the same thing at first. Like, oh, I hope he didn't slip up and do drugs. Like, I think I think he might he just legit had a heart attack. But when somebody has a history like that, that's what you think. But it's also the irony of the timing of when he died. Correct. Right, because no one. He's not even smoking cigs anymore. But, I mean, no, I'm saying, like, no one's really paying attention to him. It doesn't matter. You're, you're a guy that was on Friends a thousand years ago. But you cleaned up, you put out your book, and you had just done kind of the media circuit tour. Yeah. Right. So now you're back in everyone's consciousness, and then you died when you're kind of your your presence of mind is a little more toward the front. That's what I find kind of ironic. Like, dude, we haven't heard from him in ten years. Then he pops out. He's talking about his book. He does the rounds. You're like, good for you, man. Glad you're cleaning up. And then you find out he died. Like, well, Jesus, man. 
Yeah, when he passed away, I watched a lot of things online, like some of the interviews he did and stuff, and I forget who he was. I want to say it was a show, like a talk show in England or something. And the guy's just talking about how bad drugs and alcohol are, you know, and just like, just stop. And he's just like, look, it's, it's not how it works for some if people. If it were that easy, people wouldn't do anything bad. Correct. Christ almighty, man. It is. But as a society, we definitely pick and choose what we decide. No, when it comes do. to substances, right? You really, you, you want to, look, caffeine's the most addictive drug. We'll give that to caffeine our kids in sugar. a heartbeat, right? Right. Caffeine and sugar are the most used and abused drugs in the world. And that's why they don't rule against it. Yeah. I like chocolate milk. Salt might be not that <laughs> right. far off, to be honest. Salt, <laughs> right? But we don't care how much salt you put in there. They don't care what chemicals you put in processed food so much. Like, it doesn't because you like them. What you do find is if people don't like to smoke, we'll legislate against it. Right? I mean, it's Correct. just, it's that simple. The first one you get addicted to, you got your kids addicted to it already. Like, you've already lost the battle. But because everyone enjoys it and it shows up in so many different forms, right? You don't have to drink coffee to get caffeine. You can eat a chocolate bar and get caffeine. We go, you know, F it. Doesn't matter what it's doing to us. If we all kind of agree that we like the products that it's in. Like, if they put cocaine in a Hershey bar, there'd be a better chance of them legalizing. You don't have to watch a lot of shows on people that are addicted to hard drugs, street drugs and stuff. Like, it's not, like, generally, and I'm sure somebody can dig up somebody filming a guy on the street that's like, I like, I like my life. But generally, they're not the happiest people. No. They know what's going on, but they're also, they can't stop doing it. So they're kind of stuck at addiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, right, that's the whole freaking thing. <laughs> right? I mean, it adds up. All right, this last story, I think this one's just kind of funny, but Emily Blunt, obviously a super famous mm-hmm. uh, person, actress. Uh, she said, if I had a weed company, I'd come out with the Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. I don't know what it would do. Just I would just it would call it fruity. Em- it would taste like peaches. I would or do the James and Emily Blunt. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, she said though, fans that are upset in the office who think <laughs> who that John Krasinski should be with Jenna Fisher in real life. Oh my God. She said, "Quote: Whenever I walk beside him, people still shout out. I wish you were with Pam." They asked, where's Pam? And I'm like, she's not here. Uh, I like that. She adds that she and John adore Jenna. Still, they're all super tight friends. Uh, But Emily Blunt and John Krasinski have been married since 2010. They share two kids. Jenna has also been married since 2010. Her and her husband have two kids. And it's like, right, they were characters on the show. Look, those characters are so good, and they played it so well. I'm sure those two do have like and like they're still friends. Right, good I'm connection. Sure, right, oh. they have that whatever. But and I also wonder like is that people just having fun with Emily Blunt? But you know there's got to be psychos out there like you should be with her. You should be with Pam. Pam's not real. Correct. <laughs> She's it's, a character. Yeah, it's like uh, the people from the Notebook. Oh, uh, they hated each other. They did not enjoy each they other. They did not enjoy each other's company. Well, and it's the most romantic. My wife loves that movie. So I've seen it, and it's a fine movie. I don't need to see it again. It was what it was, right? But they had great, quote-unquote, chemistry as far as you saw. Like, you would believe, like, oh, that's a loving couple. And then you find out after the fact, like, we did not like working together. That's what acting is. Yeah. Uh, Everybody remembers the uh, Cash Me Outside girl from Dr. Phil? She did not take her own advice, and uh, she is pregnant. (laughs) Cash Me Outside. Nice way to end it. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. We appreciate it. You're listening to the men's room. The men's room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go. Florida man passes away in the most Florida way. It could ever be done. 
Meanwhile, a Florida man is not happy with the Christmas parade, so he whips out a gun. Florida man sexually molests a manatee mannequin in front of a restaurant staff. Florida man who hit nine cars should have had someone else drive on his behalf. And a missing $800,000 ring is found in a vacuum cleaner bag. It is time for your headlines. Now, it's time to hit the head. Lines. Here's my car. All right, our top story. We go to Florida where everyone loves a parade. Except for one guy. Tis the season to be jolly and for a lot of cities and neighborhoods to hold their annual Christmas parade for the townsfolk to enjoy and partake in the spirit of the holidays. But as with any Merry Christmas story, there's a Grinch, a Scrooge, some humbug that can't be bothered by the decked halls and gay apparel, if even for a couple hours, which is exactly what happened with our Florida man. During his local Christmas parade, he was so bothered by Santa Claus coming to town that he decided to break up the merriment by firing several shots from a pistol into the air, Western saloon style. This being the 21st century, it didn't fly, and now the man is facing several charges. Didn't help his case that he appeared to have enjoyed a little too much eggnog and was drunk at the time of the incident. Yeah. Man, I don't like parades either. Don't fire your gun into the air. They don't last that long. Right. If you give it a minute, it'll be done. Exactly. And you're never fully trapped. You can get out. Yeah, that's all. So just bear with it. Isn't that what we do now? Pretty much. Someone got stabbed at Panda Express because they didn't like the meal. It was mm-hmm. the last week. I went to get a lemonade. Out of, I got my food. And you got your water. I got water. Now, if I'm a true red-blooded American, I jump over the counter, stab the guy, or shoot him. Right. Instead, I just drink cold water. It was fine. Much like you say, Mr. Hill, as long as it's in the news, we're doing okay. You know what? You're right. If bad news is still news, we're okay. We're doing all right. In other news, still in Florida, we might have covered this a little bit earlier today. It's a uh, story of a situation that could probably have been handled differently. Authorities got a call from a local restaurant after it was descended upon by a drunken individual. The man in his 20s caused some mischief by tossing gator nuggets into the restaurant door from the outside. This, of course, forced the employees to confront the man about it, to which he responded by walking up to the life-sized manatee mannequin outside of the uh, establishment and proceeded to, quote, sexually molest it. Authorities did eventually arrive and took the young man in on uh, on a handful of charges. Yeah, I mean, it's stupid, but you can't do that. Sexually molested. Tell me he would. He, he just walked up and humped the dog up. You there. know he did. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a plastic man again, fiberglass right. man again. There's only so much you can and, do. And, and are you calling the cops on its behalf because it can't speak for itself? Come on now. Sexually molested the mannequin. No, I just want to eat some out some gator bites now. Gator I'm bites. with you, dude. I'm with you. And again, you know that this guy made it bigger than it had to be. Yeah, you were being a drunk idiot throwing gator nuggets into a doggone restaurant. How long did they sit there like, dude, just leave before they actually had to call the cops and now he's humping the doggone manatee thing. That that's exactly it. Good work, dude. You made it worse than it needed to be, but you end up in the headline for humping a manatee uh, statue. What is he drunk on if he's if he's having that much fun throwing gator nuggets and, and molesting manatee mannequins? I mean, ma- anything. Right, anything. In Florida, I think he's on rum drinks. Yeah, it's not a bad call. <laughs> rum or vodka? You yeah, bet, for dude. sure. He's having a good time. To Colorado, where things got a little messy. A man was pulled over by authorities one night after he changed lanes without signaling the audacity. The man was on his way home from a company Christmas party, so it was understandable that the stench of alcohol was coming from the man's car, and he was asked to perform some uh, uh, sobriety tests. During the stop, the man refused to answer officers' questions or perform the field sobriety tests, so he was brought down to the station and agreed to do a breathalyzer test, to which came up all zeros. 
Not a drop of alcohol in the guy. Okay. Frustrated. Hmm. Officers doubled right. down and asked for a blood test just to be sure, which to which the man agreed. I don't know why he didn't want to do the field sobriety test. Maybe he's read that that they can they can be wrong. He just wants the concrete evidence, right? Does the blood test. Came up zero as well. No trace of alcohol in the man's system. Then they go to the Facebook page and realize these guys were doing all this on a bet. Oh, no kidding. Is oh, that, yeah, I didn't the, read that the, part the, of the story. Busted, busted in court. Ah. Busted in court on the fact that they put it up on Facebook that they were trying to get as many DUIs as possible, and the co- competition was, oh, was for cash. Like, okay, that's what it was. I know that they were hunting him for a DUI because regardless of the negative test, the man still faced DUI charges and, and a, an arrest on his record, which was then investigated by an authority close related to his piloting job, the FAA, because they look at stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, FAA cares. And he's like, I had all zeros. Why is this on there? So this would lead to a handful of professional roadblocks that ultimately led him to suing the police department, and he just recently won $400,000 yeah, for Yeah, the captain was fired, uh, the uh, deputy was fired, and all the other people who are in on the gimmick, they've been put on suspension. That should not be a game. I don't care who you are. It that shouldn't be. Well, he's put in jail for three days. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mr. of Sports, you got some hockey on tonight over on ESPN. Detroit is is in St. Louis at the at the current moment, wrapping that game up, and it's going to move on over to the Blackhawks in Edmonton, taking on the Oilers over on ESPN. And then tonight, your Seattle Kraken looking Panthers. to looking to absolutely destroy that losing streak as the Florida Panthers come into Seattle again. That's going to be over on Root Sports. That game starts over on at, at uh, seven o'clock. Meanwhile, you also got some NBA basketball over on TNT. Golden State Warriors are in Phoenix taking on the Suns. And that is it for your headlines. With that, Mike Hawkins out. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Lovely Taryn Daly is up next. We'll see you tomorrow for the return of Who Sucks Less. Less, less, Yes, indeed, it's all true. But in the meantime, well, we be all about this bitch for 180 seconds or so. So until then, please do what you do best. And for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. The men's room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network.